Welcome to the Walk Boldly with Jesus podcast. I am your host, Katherine Duggan. I created this podcast to inspire you to walk boldly in your Christian faith. Each weekday, I will talk about scripture and how these verses can relate to your everyday life. Spending time each day with the Word of God is a great way to fortify your faith. I'm so glad to have you along on this journey. Let's get started. The title of today's episode is Justice and Kindness. The scripture verse is Micah, chapter 6, verse 8. He has showed you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? This verse says the Lord is requiring three things from us. The first thing he is requiring is that we do justice. Justice is one of those words we can hear, and we instantly think we know what it means. When you heard that God was requiring justice from you, did you discount it? Because of course you are a just person. You treat people fairly, so no need to worry about this requirement. It has been fulfilled. However, I don't think it's as simple as that. I don't think that justice can be boiled down to doing what we think is fair or treating everyone equal. I remember when I was studying to be a special education teacher, and when I became a parent, I was told that treating everyone the same isn't necessarily being fair. For instance, just because one student needs 20 extra minutes on a test doesn't mean in order to be fair, I have to give everyone 20 minutes on that test. Similarly, If one of your children needs new shoes, it's not unfair to buy them new shoes and not buy the other kids new shoes because they don't need new shoes. As a parent, and maybe in any leadership role, you will get told that you are being unfair sometimes. I think when this happens, it's important to look at the situation and decide if it's a true statement or not. I was told that what is fair or just is to make sure that everyone has what they need. One person may need something to be successful, and yet another person doesn't need that same thing. However, they may need something else. We need to look at each individual circumstance separately and understand that everyone's needs are different. It's not unfair to give someone something that they need and then not give that same thing to someone else that doesn't need it. I think we tend to think of justice as just a synonym for fairness. And I think when we do that, we're simplifying it a little too much. Most of what I found online said something similar. However, I found one thing that talked about three definitions of justice. The first one was fairness, which I just covered. The second one is moral rightness. I think this is an important one as well. There are two kinds of laws. There are the ones that we must follow because we live in society that has laws to keep order and to govern the people, and then there are the moral laws. Laws that God gives us to govern his people and to help us live good moral lives. Sometimes these laws can conflict, and that is when we can get ourselves into trouble. There may be laws that say it's okay to do something, but you know that they go against your moral laws. God is calling us to justice, which means moral rightness. He is asking us to do what is right, even when it may contradict a law that the government has given us. For instance, our government has given us a law so that we are free to practice any religion we like. 
If we want to worship false gods, that's totally okay with our government. However, it's not okay with our God. He has given us a commandment to worship Him and Him alone. Doing justice would be to follow God's law in this circumstance. We are called to do what is morally right, instead of what the rest of society is doing. Have you ever known something was wrong, but did it anyway because all those around you were doing it? The third definition is a scheme or system of law in which every person receives his, her, its due from the system, including all rights, both natural and legal. Another way to say this is that people get what is coming to them. However, the way they're using it is not the way many of us use it. When most people say this, They're almost always talking about someone that did something bad, and they're hoping that something bad happens to them. This is one form of justice. God has definitely imparted some consequences that we may have thought were harsh, but were actually exactly what was needed at the time. As much as I think we would all like to say that we're just, I think it's really hard for most humans to be just. The reason I say this is because it's so hard to not let our emotions influence our decisions. There are some people that know the laws and enforce them and don't take into account how they're feeling. However, I think these people are few and far between. I am sure we have all been on the receiving end of some unjust treatment. Whether it was a boss that was in a bad mood and overreacted when you made a mistake, or an angry parent who was tired of the same behavior and gave you a punishment that did not fit the crime, as they say. We've all experienced it. It doesn't always have to be a bad consequence to be unjust either. Sometimes people get away with things that they shouldn't have, and that's not good either. Sometimes you can be in a great mood, and so when somebody does something, you just let it go without really taking action. However, then they may not learn their lesson. Or you may let someone get away with something, just because you're tired and you don't feel like dealing with it. If you want to do justice to someone, then they should receive a consequence based on their action, not on how you're feeling that day. I'm torn as I write this, because I don't think that rules should just be enforced without looking at the whole picture. I was thinking maybe I was wrong to say we should keep emotion out of it. I don't think every person that breaks a rule should have the same consequences. I think it should be case-by-case basis. Although, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think the difference in consequences should be based on emotion. I think they should be based on all the factors. I think someone that kills someone for the sport of it should have a very different consequence than someone who kills someone on accident. What was the reason the person did what they did? What was the outcome? These are all factors I feel should be weighed when deciding what justice for that person would be. According to the verse, the next thing the Lord requires of us is to love kindness. This is another thing I think we could probably all dismiss pretty quickly, assuming that we all love kindness. Who doesn't love kindness, right? The thing is, you can say that you love kindness all day long, but is that what your actions are saying? How does the Lord know that you love kindness? Can he tell just by looking at your life and how you interact with people that you love kindness? What about in your family? Do you show kindness to those you spend time with the most? We always talk about how you should be kind to strangers, and we should. However, 
we should be just as kind to those that we live with. I bet we all know someone that's the kindest person when you see him or her at church, in the store, at school, or at work. And then when you see them with their family, they're always yelling or speaking unkind to them. Mother Teresa said, if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. Kindness starts at home. How about those that you don't like? Are you kind to them? In Matthew 5, Jesus says, But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. We need to start with kindness in our homes, but we can't stop there. We need to be kind to everyone we meet. Jesus doesn't just say be kind to our enemies. He wants us to love them and to pray for them. This is a tall order, but we can do all things with God. Take a look at your life and ask yourself three questions. First, am I kind at home and how could I improve this? Second, am I kind to my neighbors and friends and how can I improve this? Third, am I kind to those I don't like and those that don't like me? And how can I improve this? The Lord is calling us to love kindness. How can we show him with our actions that we do? According to this verse, the third thing the Lord is calling us to is to walk humbly with our God. When I read this verse this morning, the first thing that jumped out at me was the phrase, walk humbly with our God. The reason for this is because I think humility is so important. And I feel God has been impressing this upon me over the last year or two. I was sure this whole episode was going to be on humility, but I guess the Holy Spirit had another idea. However, I don't want to rush the topic of humility, and I don't want to make this episode really long. So tomorrow I'm going to talk about humility, either with the same verse or another one. For now, I'll leave you with this question. How can you walk more humbly with the Lord our God? Dear Heavenly Father, I ask that you bless all those listening to this episode today. Lord, we want to do all that you require us to do, but we need your help. As St. Paul said, we don't do the things we want to do, and we do the things we don't want to do. Give us the strength to overcome our desire to do what is wrong. Give us the strength to do the things you want us to do. Lord, we love you. Help us to show you that love. You are amazing, and we thank you for all you do for us. We ask all of this in accordance with your will and in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining me on this journey to walk boldly with Jesus. And thank you to those who have already signed up to walk with me in these next 10 weeks to grow more like Jesus. I'm excited to take that adventure with you, and I'll be sending out the first email in a few days. If you've not signed up yet, I will put a link in the show notes. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I and members of this community will be spending the next 10 weeks trying to grow more like Jesus. Each week, we will take one character trait and try to grow more in that trait. I will send an email out each week so we can all work on the same trait. And also, there will be a Zoom link for those that want to meet and talk about how it's going. I look forward to spending time with you again tomorrow. Have a blessed day! 